Dang, that life proof case is sharp. <laughs> that bottom thing is sharp. <laughs> Welcome back to Processing, episode five. I'm Steven. I'm Mallory. Max. Bryant. Jack. I didn't realize this was episode five. That's what I was about to say. Oh. Yeah. Do, you think it, do you think it should be more or less? Less. Same. I thought this was like the third. Dude, we've been, Justin hit me up yesterday. He said we've been lacking on episodes. That's true. When was the last one? Two uh, weeks ago. Two weeks ago. He's two right. weeks? Yeah. yeah. Since we recorded one. Yeah. 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 We've been low-key busy, though. No way. Jack, that's your fault. Sorry, guys. We've been guys. at One Oak. What? We've speaking never been of, able to get in. Speaking of Justin, how about Matador Beach the other day? That's why we've been busy. El Matador. Mm. That was scary. First Shout out Justin O'Coffer. He's the one who recommended us to go to Matador Beach. And we went the other day, and it was beautiful. It was fantastic. Yeah. We also saw a wreck there. Oh, that man. Was that was kind of scary. Yeah. yeah. Brian and Steven, y'all were the only two that actually saw it happen. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, heard, I just the, heard it. Heard the mm-hmm. pop. I heard it too. There was Luckily a car. Everyone was okay. Yeah, there was a car pulling out of the parking lot, and then another car was going down the highway and just didn't stop. T bone the well, other I mean, car. It's hard to stop when somebody pulls out in front of you. Th- but did they pull out in front of you? Oh, no, for sure. But that one car was in turning into the parking lot as well. But they were like, huh? that one car was pulling into the parking lot as well. They were going just too fast though. Dude, I don't know that the Prius was like. In the lane, like on the side of the road where you're supposed to be when you're turning. But yeah, everyone was okay, so mm-hmm. it wasn't too big of a deal. But it was definitely scary to see. Yeah. At old Matador Beach was really cool, though. We played a lot of spike ball, hung out. That was the first beach or first beach worthy day because of the weather. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was hot enough on the beach to be on the beach. Yeah. Even when it's been kind of hot in the city, it's, like, windy and coldish on the beach. So, that was nice. The water's still very cold, though. Felt Bright wind yeah. in, though. Yeah. The swim. Swam. It's really fun. It was the, uh, the sand was weird, though. Very it's rocky. Like, yeah. And then, like, we're used to. Yeah, when you're walking in the water, usually it's just kind of, like, sand and, like, little crevices. But this time it was um, rocks. Big rocks. Big rocks. It hurt when the surf comes in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they smack your ankles. Like rocks in the waves? Yeah. Not the ones like connected. They're, they're surfing. The rocks are surfing. <laughs> they li- <it's> they're <laughs> bodyboarding. It's a suspended load. I learned about that in geography last semester. What does a that suspended mean? load. So like the... I got that on my Ford F-150. The bo- <laughs> the bed, the rock that's on like this um, ocean floor, if it's light enough... Will get suspended in the waves and the current, and it's called a su- it's called suspension, suspended load. Interesting. Yeah. Do you well, go ahead and break that down again? What is it? See no, that? no, we don't need to keep going on that. All right, fine. Um, he's right. He's before we say anything about rocks. Before we get into yes, sand, clay, silt. Those are the three, actually. Yep. All right, never mind. Don't check them on this stuff, guys. I'm smart. I love geography. Okay. Um, before we get into whatever you were talking about, Max, let's talk about where we're going this weekend. Yeah, Jack. Just real Ooh. quick, Jack. That probably doesn't even want to talk about it. What do you want? What do you want to say? Just give him the rundown. Yeah. So, I have been nominated for an Emmy. It's not. The Emmys that you're probably thinking He'll of. will be sitting next to the Game of Thrones cast. <laughs> it's not the Emmys you probably think of when you think of the Emmys. That's the Emmys for television. 
Um, this is the sports division for the Emmys, to my knowledge. And so there's a ceremony. It's in Atlanta on Saturday. I'm nominated for sports program for um, a show I did with Auburn football called Season 126. And so there's five people in my category, um, and we're all going to go to Atlanta and go to the ceremony and see what happens. Southeast Emmys is what it's called, right? Yes. And you pretty much got this one in the bag, or what's up? No. I did have a dream last night, though, that I won it. Really? Steven, yeah. you can't say stuff like that. You need to knock on wood. You can, you can go into it confident, but not cocky. You can't say you have it in the bag. Not in the bag for sure. I don't even know what the judges are looking for in this category. Because I don't know too much about, like, the criteria for what they're looking for. Um, And the shows that are in this category, the ones that got nominated, are pretty different, like, across the board. And so I'm not really sure what the judges are going to decide the best, like, based off of what, you know? Yeah. I have one request. If and when you win, uh, I'll knock on wood. Just, I don't know. You have to shout out processing in your Stephen's thank you speech. Stephen's always so mad at me. Definitely I don't, don't do that. I don't even know if yeah. you give a speech. Yeah, do not do that. No, yeah. please. At all. Don't do that. But if we do win, I'm I definitely go won't shout out Gary Vee. I definitely <laughs> won't do that. I don't know why you're laughing. <laughs> yeah, don't do processing. I can't really imagine you up there making a speech. You don't like public speaking. I, know, I hate I public speaking. I feel like but there what might not be speech. What you, when I said that the other day, what you said, like, to me and Max was pretty good. I thought. Yeah, I'm just gonna thank everyone that was like a part of it, kind of. Yeah, yeah. And That's Gary B. What? Yes, you're a part of it. So we'll we were leaving here tomorrow, right? No. Oh, sorry. Tomorrow's today's Thursday. Wednesday. Brian is. We're leaving yeah. here on Friday night and then getting back Sunday. So definitely no at podcast episodes between the those days. Definitely go check out my YouTube video to see if I won though. Yeah. Are we gonna do yeah. a video? Oh well, yeah. Well, Saturday will be a vlog day. Let's go. So, we'll be vlogging that day. I don't know who's going to film it or how. I'll we also got to figure out a way to get everybody tickets. <laughs> Do we not have tickets? You already said that your dad bought everyone tickets. It's like a it's like a standing room, I think. But like there's different there's different like things. So like in the actual theater where they give out the awards, is a different ticket than the standing room ticket. I don't get the way that you tell us information. What? It, it'll all work out, and then just trust the process. That's so true. I'm not, that w- I'm not that worried that it won't work out, but... I'm not the best at it. It's order something that you <laughs> decide to be in drafting tell us info and is confusing as all. Draft team rooms? Yeah, like... W- Third round pick of the NBA draft <laughs> goes to Jack Cook, and yeah. we like run out of the room. Like I don't think put so. a hat on. I think it's like we stand in that standing room thing, and then when our category gets called, you go out. That's what my dad told me. I don't really know exactly how it works. I don't either. I was given no information by the Emmys, so it's hard for me to give you any information. Right, Stephen. When you won all your Emmys, what did they do with you? <laughs> <laughs> what did they do with me? Yeah, what'd they do? Well, they kept me in a cage leading up to the event. Okay, in the standing room, or is that the cage room? I I actually had my own draft room. Okay, and you got drafted to the the Seattle Pinnacles. Yep. All right. First round. Shout out them. <laughs> First round pick. The yep. Pinnacles. The weapon. They they didn't even let me out of the cage. They just picked me up in the cage, and took property me to the of the weapon. W e p o n. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
when yeah, you spell go it over that one when when you um write it you got to give people context yeah. they, they don't know what you're talking about all right if you saw the video on jack's channel where we showed off our customized mics that we use for this podcast i showed my mic off and i ha- wrote property of the weapon on mine but i spelled weapon w-e-p-o-n um and it it occurred to no one else besides myself until Shane brought it up over text. I meant to spell it that way because when you talk about the weapon referring to me, it's spelled that way. Right, oh, Bryant? Sure. No. Sure. Absolutely not. I believe you, Stephen. No, you don't listen didn't to them. Do that. Coming from Max London, the king of not spelling anything correct. I know how to spell weapon. You misspelled rich before. <laughs> nope. I never respe- ri- I never misspelled it. I looked at it one time when I was tired and I go, "Why did he spell rich R I C H?" Jake goes, how else would you spell it? <laughs> I said, thank you. We moved on. Never misspelled it, though. Yeah, but you I have that on the podcast. So, yeah, I, I'm not the best speller ever, but spelling isn't all that counts. That's true. It's about the effort and how bad you want it. It's my brother's birthday today. Reese London. Reese London. Today's Reese's birthday? Oh, my God. I didn't know we that. All Nobody called we, we all birthday. called him. We all called him. Yeah, Jack. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Nobody told me. Yeah, no worries. Jack's no a huge birthday shout-out guy. I got yeah. in on it. You just know how. I was just observant. He heard Max no on one the phone with him today. Oh, <laughs> right. I wasn't there. Sorry. You was cooking breakfast. No, you were in the shower. Yeah, you were in the shower. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I... Happy birthday, Reese. I wish I would have called you today. Yeah, it's too late. Yeah. It's Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's already... Yeah, you miss his birthday. All right, guys. I'm sorry. No one and, told and me. And you Jake's birthday. Thanks, Jake. Or shout out, Jake. Thanks, Jake. Jake Balky. Jake Lee. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, shout out Reese London for his birthday. He's 16 now. But while we're on shout outs, yeah. it's crazy. we have to make a huge shout out from all of us to Sarah Malone. True. Lady Sarah Malone. Lady Sarah Malone on Instagram. She's friends with Mallory. She DM'd us. And she couldn't she couldn't say any um, bad things about the podcast. She she said that it was so good um, that she loved the social media bit that we did the last episode. Um, And she also is the first person that's asked us. Well, I mean, it's kind of a question. Go ahead, Bryant. Yeah. Reese's question. She's the first person really that submitted a question to us. Oh, before I say that, too, she also DM'd us on Unframed Studios and volunteered to send us some paint. Brian, I don't know if you know oh, that. I saw that. She, oh, yeah. She's going to send us some paint That's that hype. she said is really good for to print shirts with or anything, I guess. Um, but anyway, she asked us. She said that I also work from home and strive to prompt to get out their lifestyle Sorry, before I read this, she said that she didn't. She sent this first message without proofreading it, so there's some typos, so bear with me. Um, she said that she works from home and she strives to have a get out there lifestyle. Um, she said she wanted to hear us talk about staying disciplined and working as an entrepreneur and maybe some of the struggles that we encounter and how we, ma- how we stay fresh. And when she says fresh, she means by not appropriating something that you've seen, um, but like using it to get inspired. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's a loaded. Lot. So that's a hefty question. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely a suspense loaded wave coming <laughs> in. I think that as far as the um, staying fresh and not. 
keep going. Give it a second because you're going to need to cut that out. I didn't know it was going to be that loud. It's very loud when you do that. Okay. Keep going. I think as far as the staying fresh for us, it helps that all of us, we're such like a big close-knit group. This is like what we always talk about, about surrounding yourself with like-minded people. Um, because like on pretty much every occasion, we sit down in an atmosphere like this and then bounce ideas off of each other. And it's super, super helpful to be able to do that because Jack has said this on many occasions, but the first time he said it was very eye-opening to me. And it's like when we're trying to come up with ideas, no matter what it's for, but usually for videos, um, Jack loves to say that the first no can always lead to a better yes. So being able to like bounce ideas off of each other is always like a good way to, for us to stay fresh and not appropriate things that we've seen in the past. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you sort of have to find your process of inspiration. Can't Shout just processing. Really, it can't just really be like a like something you sit down and go, okay, I'm gonna come up with an idea and get inspired. Like you have to figure out a method to your own madness. So when it comes to videos, a lot of it for me is music. Like I'll listen to certain artists and certain types of music that will get me in the mindset of like thinking about video ideas. Right. Especially when it comes to more things that are more along like the cinematic lines. Listening to music is something that I do when I want to come up with a new idea. So okay. it's not like I sit down and just go, okay, I'm going to come up with a really cool idea today because I have to. Yeah. It's like there's a little bit of a method behind it. You just have to figure out what yours is and what works for you. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely lucky enough to know you personally, Sarah Malone. And I think that your form of inspiration and staying fresh uh, comes from a way that you fully immerse yourself wherever you are completely into that culture. Um, being able to travel to Cape Town with you, it's like it was so evident every single day. Like you woke up and you were excited to do whatever it was that was so new to you that day. And like not only fully immerse yourself, but be inquisitive uh, to everyone around you and every single new person that you met. And I think... I, uh, I strive to be similar in my form of inspiration. And so I think, especially for you and your line of work and how you're so artistic and every month it seems like you're doing a new project that's something so new, so inspired, so fresh. And so I think uh, for you, that's such a special way that you should keep doing and keep carrying on and be confident in that and just like stay disciplined in that because every single day, you are, your mind is special where you can wake up and be inspired by the sun rising or the way your cereal boxes are sitting in the kitchen or something like that. Like just something so normal. I think that you can be inspired and have a fresh take on that. So I think that's something that I do and you do as well. So just to keep rolling in that. I like that. Very well said. Yeah. Extremely nice. Um, Kind of tackling the other part of the question, because this is like a two-part question, in terms of staying disciplined is completely different than like having a fresh, unique spin on things that have happened in the past. I'd say to stay disciplined, I can confidently say all of us have times where we could be doing something, but we will just like sit here and just like be lazy for a little bit. I think there's times like Brian's shaking his head because he likes to do that, but I think it's definitely good to have times where you're um, taking a break and then also just like doing a headspace or going on a run, something that's 
positive for yourself, but not necessarily like creating like Jack and I run pretty much every morning except for Sunday and on our run. Sometimes we'll talk about like creative stuff and what we're doing during the day. And we're sometimes we're just messing around the whole entire time, but to keep like super disciplined and dedicated to your craft, I would definitely say find people that will hold you accountable because we're all pretty driven people. But even when we're in our environments where like we'll go to different colleges and be separated from each other, it's definitely very challenging to stay disciplined and like dive into the craft that we love. But when we're all surrounded with each other, we see like everyone as like friendly competition and keep us going the whole entire time. But it's definitely a challenge, I think, for anyone and everyone. I don't care, like, what person you are. Like, you have to find some sort of motivation and discipline to keep going on a certain thing. But starting is always the hardest. Oh, yeah. Because once you get started, then it becomes something that you want more and more of once you do it regularly. So that's something also to keep in mind. Yeah. That the beginning is the most, the most tough part of it. Also, inspiration can't really ever be forced. You have to, like, yeah. let inspiration happen organically. And sometimes going on a walk can be inspirational. Like you, you may see something like out of the blue, you inspiration can come at you when you're not expecting it. And so you have to always keep your mind open to being inspired by something. Right. That's all I want to say. With that. But I like that question. So thank you, Sarah. Yeah. Hope more people continue to send questions like that or not even of that caliber, just any type of questions. Um, it's fun for us to talk about. And I hope that we answered your question as best I could. have one more thing to oh, say. Okay, I feel like we didn't touch on discipline too much other than when Max just talked about it a little bit. We kind of focused on how to stay fresh. But I think uh, when it comes to being an artist, you are you are more easily inspired um, than some other people. But staying disciplined can really become the hardest part. But I think when you're in a moment of lacking or laziness or something like that, it's important to get into the headspace where you remember like what you're doing and your art and your project is what you love the most I think when you become undisciplined is when you start to look at it as work or like I have to get this done I have to do this I have to do this and you need to get back in that mindset of like this is what I love like I'm putting my time into this because this is my passion and this is work but it's not work it's like rewarding and it's special and I love this project and I love what I'm doing and so just to get back into that mindset instead of being undisciplined about your deadline or your work or something like that so going off of the fact that it's my brother's birthday today Reese also had a question I think it was like two weeks ago maybe maybe even longer it's been a long time. yeah um he wanted to know what unframed mean to us so like the word and the whole entire concept to an individual level um, and what it means like to all of us combined, I think. Okay. I think all his question was, was what does unframed mean to y'all? Okay. I like that. Or you guys. Does anyone want to hit it? Does anyone have anything? Well, Jack, you own unframed. So. <laughs> no. <laughs> Negative. I think that unframed the word and what it represents is more of something that's um, like I'm a piece of that whole. Yeah. It's something that's like bigger than me. And so it's more of a it's something that I look to as a collective that I'm saying I want to bring my best to that. 
more than like bringing my best to myself necessarily like something like that it's kind of like the word just means something for me to look up to and say like this is bigger than me and I hope to build it to be bigger than me and all of us one day so like that's what I'm shooting for it's kind of like something to shoot for when I think of unframed like and what it's become since when we sat down and like created it like the first thing that comes to mind is a word is just teamwork from like what we've built but I like what you say when um, when we were like trying to come up with the name the like no limit no boundaries like I think of those two things and how they like play off of each other but mainly like teamwork amongst all of us oh I think it's cool as far as like the name goes like where I feel like that what like the actual name means when we talk about like the creative process you got to think of like all the things that we do when we come up with an idea and then we work it into whatever we do whether it's a video or clothing or music or this podcast or anything like that like we have an idea and then we fit it into a frame like a framework being a video or being a song or a piece of clothing or something like that but the process before that of like coming up with an idea and then seeing it through before it like gets put into a final form is unframed like that's it kind of like represents the creative process for me as far as like defining the word it sort of like means the creative process i guess it's like the unframed idea i guess before it gets put into whatever its final form is but as far as like a symbolic meaning it's more of like just something i look up to as i'm a piece of piece of the whole piece of the puzzle that's bigger than me Brian, what do you think it means to you? Surround yourself with people you love. <laughs> All good energy. Um, before, because Bryant um, met us, like, what was it, after places we went? Did he start, like, really hanging out with us? I don't know. The first time, like, I remember it really vividly is, is the, the winter break video yeah. of 2018. That was just the t- Instagram one. It wasn't yes. on YouTube. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yes. Our Twitter. Was it on Twitter or, or is it just, just Instagram? Okay. It's called Echo. Oh, Winter, okay. Winners, um, sir, winners break by yours truly. X unframed. Camera emoji. Jack Cook. Oh, that was oh. your caption. Yeah. Um, but you like watching it. I'm curious to hear your like standpoint on it because you saw it from like the external in the beginning, and then something like drew you towards the idea of it, and like. I, I just think it's interesting that you started like as just friends with us and being around the stuff that we do to actually like contributing to it. Yeah. And my whole lifestyle changed. Like, yeah, I don't know. Brian's going to get emotional. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Brian's going to start crying. <laughs> Brian's an emotional no, 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 guy. No, no. We're going to make what him did, cry. What was the question? Just like <laughs> your thoughts on like before and after. And like, I think the biggest thing that like got me attracted is to like, so I would see Max, Steven, and Jack. Like Max and Jack would always kind of like be like the top dogs. Like no offense to Steven or anything, but like like you know what I mean. But <laughs> top let, dogs. Let me what? explain. Let me explain. Okay, okay. All right. So Jack and Max will always have like like an idea, and then like say Steven, he would throw in something, or Shane, Shane would throw in something, and then we'd all they'd all start talking about that. Like before I was actually like like immersed in it. Yeah, yeah, like in it, I guess. 
but then like we would literally like or they would think of something i guess i would be there too but and then you would just do it like there wouldn't be like anything like just like waiting for it or waiting for anything to happen or be like no nah, let's just like hold it off and like when we can like do it actually and like think about it there was never like any like hold on let's think stuff let's think stuff through it's just like I want to do this. I'm going to do this. It makes me happy. That's what I want to do. And I think that's what was really cool is because like, I've never been around like people like that, that would like think of something they want to do and immediately do it. Like no matter what. Right. And I don't know. I think that was sick. I definitely see how that's like appealing from the outside. Yeah. And it's just like, you, it's just like goes back to what Danny Duncan is. It's like, like, I don't know, like my freshman or probably like in middle school and like freshman year like I had a different mindset about stuff it was like how I would like view like what I was doing like I will always want to be that like popular kid that's like with the stuff and then like I started like just chilling and like doing whatever I wanted to do and then like I met y'all and y'all were doing the same thing yeah just like even more and it like it doesn't matter what other people think it's literally like doing what makes you happy and like whatever you want to do I don't know I think that was cool too I like that a lot the thing that I think stands out the most um, I didn't realize this until I was the day that we came up with the idea for the podcast on my porch. Like I, we obviously all do this, but like I never like actually made it an idea in my mind. It was just kind of like a habit at that point. Is what Steven said. We all have a very big sense of urgency, and that's something that like I don't see very often in like the workplace that I work in now, or like in school or. Um, just like friends, like other friends, um, or people that I meet, like when they come up with an idea, it's like, Oh, like, here's this idea I've been having, or like, here's this like kind of dumb idea, but here, here's like what I want to do with it. And it's like, that's really cool. Why are you not doing it? Like, yeah. that's like my first initial thought, like, well, have you reached out to that person or have you put your first like foot forward and actually tried to do whatever you're like coming up with? And sure, there's a billion gajillion different types of boundaries and things that could hold you back, but you at least got to try. That's like my biggest thing. It's like, okay, that's a really good idea. And there might be a, a ton of people that might not agree with that idea. But if that thing may, might make you happy, you should at least try, even if it's like the craziest thing in the world. But if the people just like come up with the idea and sit on it, that like irks me a little bit kind of knowing because that's the opposite of how we all operate because of what Steven said. Like we all have a sense of urgency to like see through the whole entire like lifespan of an idea. No matter if it's like, all right, we want to start doing a podcast and we order it like five, six months down the line, but like we've been talking about it or it's like, all right, here's a shirt idea, hardy drive, bang, like let's go make it today type thing. Should we talk about the shirts now? Not yet. Not <laughs> okay. yet. I also want to know Mallory's take yeah. on it as well, like a little bit from the outside and then now you're on the inside as well. Um, I don't know. I'm never really sure, like, that I'm on the inside. I'm not sure that I, like, deserve a spot. Like, I wasn't really here. Like, I just, like, Mallory. kind of, like, <laughs> got a spot because, like, I was dating Jack. Do you know what I mean? So, like, I'm never really sure that I deserve a spot. But I think it's just, like, I'm inspired by Unframed because it's, like, a group of people who are self-disciplined. Like, they're hardworking and, like, they only encourage greatness and like greatness doesn't have to mean like, you know, like you want an Emmy greatness can just be like, you put out three videos this week. That's amazing. We love all of them. Like, it's like, it's just like a group of people who just want 
like they just want creativity and greatness and like they're gonna it's all up to them like they're not putting that on anyone else so i think yeah we have to back up a little bit to the first part that you said you've contributed just as much to this group as we all have and so you definitely should feel like you've earned a spot you definitely bring an element that was never there before you yeah you know what i mean and it's not like not it's really, some exclusive group that you need an invite to either. Yeah, it's we just hope like to expand it even yeah. more. No, I know that it's not like exclusive, but it's like, I know, whatever. I think you're very deserving of a spot. It's not like you even have to prove yourself, really. I mean, it's just like, if you want it, it's it's about how bad you want it. Yeah. So true. God, I think what we were just talking about remind me of this. I think it was last. Um, what is Tyler's thing called? His festival? What's it called? Camp Flognaw. Yeah. So he was in the middle of a set last year, and I can't remember what the song was before it, but he was like, the scariest thing is there's someone in this crowd, or I've shook your hand tonight, and you will be my competition in five years. And, like, it's just Tyler, the creator, who literally has – done pretty much all things from different types of music, genres, producing, composing, making um, a soundtrack to uh, The Grinch. Like, he's done so many amazing things, but he's humbled himself to the point where he can say, like, if there's someone in here who wants it that badly and who's that willing to be creative and push themselves to the highest limit possible, that they will be their competition in five years. And I think, like, that goes for anyone that listens to this podcast to like anyone that we walk by on the streets, it's just literally like how bad did they actually want it? And if they want that type of thing, cause someone might really want to be the best dentist in the world. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. It's just in our, in our realm. I definitely think there's people that question themselves of pushing to the potential, um, way past us for sure. But like, I agree with Steven, like we should not be seen as like something that you have to, earn a thousand followers on this account to like be able to go in here. It's just like, do you want to dedicate your time to creating with us? Do you want to bring positive energy? Are you going to be like, just like fun to hang out with and just like be self-disciplined and work with us and better all of us together. It's just like how much you want to dedicate your time to something like this is like how I see the thing kind of. How bad do you want it? I want it so bad. Trivia? Yeah, that's Ryan, it. hit him, dude. Dude, hit him. I close sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> what is the most common middle name for a guy? For like a baby born, like a kid. In the world. In the world. The most common name. William. Ooh. Richard. Richard? That is not common. Ryan, are you kidding? That's your middle name. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wyatt. Mm -mm. James. Yeah, James James? is number one. Yep. For middle name, and William is number three. Jack. Dang. Dude, no one has gotten it yet, but I will be lit when someone gets one. William was a good guess. Yeah. I thought that that was it. Yeah, when you said it, I remember seeing it on it. That's so obvious. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like James is more commonly a first name. No, like Arthur James or like Andrew James or like William James. That's true. So I'm yeah, not true. yeah. All right. We're doing them all three right now. We're doing all three. Or should we do two and then wait for one at the end? 
do the second one and then wait till yeah. the end for right, the last one. The last one is crazy. Yeah, the last one is crazy. <laughs> Just okay. because there's a part B. This to one's it. pretty crazy too. Um, how long do you think the longest kiss last? La- has lasted. What do you mean? Like. Can set like just kiss. like there's a world record yes. for it. A Guinness yes. world record. A Guinness world record for the longest recorded like time. Like a pet kiss or like kissing. they were kissing like face to face for like a long time. Yeah, like, like your face is touching another person's face for how long? So yeah. like a pet kiss, yeah, a ongoing that. pet kiss. Sure. Mm-hmm. How long? <sighs> Eight and a half hours. What? <laughs> Steven's already done that. <laughs> No, that's a lie. Are you kidding? Dude, wait, I wait, feel wait. like people would just sit there with their lips is pressed it, against is it, each other. Has uh, it been a competition thing? It's a world it's, it was, record. Yeah. So a person like did it for that specific reason. Yeah. Oh, okay. To try to Maybe go the longest. So wild then. 17 hours. Oh my god. I was going to say like <laughs> 6, 7. <laughs> Dude, hit him with it. 58 hours, Damn it, 35 I minutes, and 58 seconds. Are 58 hours? A couple from Thailand won the Ripley's Believe Dude. It or Not event February 12th, 2013. Jack, do you want to enter? Yeah, Jack. Like no. How bad do you want it? 58 Dude, hours. Mean, that's the you definition get, of how bad do you want it. Yeah. Did they not eat the whole time? Uh, that's what I, I asked Max when we were getting on the card. We didn't know. Oh, that is, Dude, Thailand is crazy. I can go that long. That is more than two hours. I don't I think do I could stay awake that long. Yeah. Dude, how about Mr. Beast? As long as our lips are still together. How about Mr. Beast contest? They can't even stand in a circle for more than two days. Dude, that is crazy. That's nuts. Yeah. How'd you guys even think of that? Dude, we were on the way to CVS, and we were like, all right. Oh, we yeah, need I don't want to know that. <laughs> think of the weirdest <laughs> things ever. And our girl was still there at CVS. Mm-hmm. She said, welcome back. Yeah, she said. And then the chip worked this time. So, shout out to CVS. All right, so... Let's go with what you had written down then. <laughs> okay, so this is kind of like a little topic discussion that is just a cool idea that I schemed over, I think, last night at like 1130 at night when you just like are on YouTube and it's like one of the suggested videos come up. And if you guys want to watch the actual video, it is called This Is How Terribly Short Your Life Is. And then in uh, parentheses, if you hate your job and live for the weekend. So... This is like the idea if you have a job and every single time when you're sitting at your job or you're doing your job, you cannot wait until you're off from your job or just trying to live for the weekend. So this is kind of like putting in perspective how short your life is truly if you like hate the job that you have right now. So let's say the average life expectancy in the U.S. is like 80 years old. And you probably start your job around 22. So you're looking at like around 60 years of from when you start your job to till you die. Um, that is like if there's no like bad accidents or whatever, um, that is the life expectancy. So if you're just living for the weekends, though, that's only two to three days out of a week. So you're looking past that from like chopping all that down and accounting for sleeping around an average of seven hours a night, you're looking at 11 years of life. Wow. Yes. If you were only living for the weekends and um, can counting sleep and starting at 22. 
but then you can that's like um that is until like retiring so like you have to think of like retiring as well so like at the age of 65 i think it's like a 68 percent chance that there is like some sort of like physical or mental disease um past 65 years old so um, the life after you've retired like there's they say that you can have like a good two out of seven days um that those are like actually well like they're those are actual good days but if you only are living for the weekend because you hate your job and you're just constantly looking for that friday night to the end of sad sunday um that is a total of 11 years of life right there if that is how you're gonna live your life with that being said get a job you absolutely love yeah if you're gonna spend more than half of your adult life at work if you work a nine to five you might as well like it. Not just like it. 11 years of life if you were living for the weekend. Yeah. If you cut out everything that has to do with something you don't like, like your job, the time you spend sleeping. Oh, that's crazy. That's Isn't that not insane? A, that's not a lot of time to do stuff. No. That's crazy. I know. I saw that last night and I was like, and that is why like I will do whatever it takes to like do something I truly love to do. Though it might be like the hardest 20, 30 years or however long it takes, like that's way more worth it than only having 11 years on the clock starting at 22. I could never. Isn't that crazy? And oh my who's God. to say you live that long? Exactly. Yeah not expected or you're not guaranteed tomorrow (laughs) knock on wood that's the craziest thing ever like that just like puts everything in perspective of how important each day like truly is but when you're just in your routine you things just fly by and you're kind of an autopilot think about the stuff that you take for granted yeah it's crazy the amount of opportunities you could have every single day to go and make it one of the craziest days of your life is actually insane. But you're either like super fed up with like the routine that you have, or there's probably a billion different variables of why, but if you could live every day, like it was your last then and be like fine with it, then I would say that's a life worth living instead of waiting until the weekend. For sure. Cause time is the most important currency for sure. Time is the essence of which life is made of. One should not squander it. One of the best quotes ever. Benjamin Franklin. What's the other best quote, Stephen? Come on, hit it. You know, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. the. um, There's no substitute for daily preparation. No, he always hits that one. The guy that I remember, I had to memorize for my soccer thing. Oh, why put off tomorrow? Why put off the inevitable? Why put off something till tomorrow that you can do today? Is it a poem? Is it that poem oh, wait. that he likes? Oh, um. How can I not remember it? Hold on. I'll, yeah, wait. I, see I, it, I have too many it. poems going on in my head. I mean, you were an aimbot with like your three. Was it? Oh, yeah. Are you ready? Des- yeah. Nothing in this world can take place of persistence. Oh, persistence yeah. and determination are omnipotent. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. A good one. My dad will love that. Dude, I hope your dad is now on the podcast wave. Shout out Johnny Long. True. Yeah, my dad doesn't really understand technology at all, but I just walked him through how to listen to the podcast on his phone. So hopefully he catches up on episodes. And we, Max and I told him to send in some questions. And yes. you guys should be interested in those kind of questions. <laughs> those are going to be crazy. Gosh. Wait, I want to touch on the 
thing really quick that yeah. we were just talking about. I think a lot of times like we really preach a message that's like seriously live every day like it's your last or like we talk about like uh like above average moments or like uh, there's no structure in the day or something like that which is like so like definitely like yes like live every day like it's your last but also like I think it's important for us to talk about like like tomorrow I'll go to work and I'll return clothes and pick up clothes all day like is that how I would want to live my very last day no but like I'm still like I'll love every second of it like that's I'm working towards like my end goal like what I want to do like I want to be a stylist of my own one day or like a designer of my own one day so like tomorrow will be working towards that step but as if tomorrow was my last day would I spend it returning clothes absolutely not like uh, I'm like it's not that fun I'm not that excited about it but like you, it's just like about like your life, your life goal is to just like every day take a step towards something you love or like something you want to do. Not necessarily like drop everything and like only do what you're passionate about that day or something like that. It's just like finding a balance between like, I have to do this for my life. Like I have to go work at a restaurant today or like something like that. Like that might not be your passion, but like as long as every single day you're doing one thing that's working towards like if that was your last day, like if you go home from your day job and you're like, let me sit down and like sketch out something for a t-shirt I want to make. And like, let me add that to my collection. And like, it's something like that, that can be living the day. Like it's your last, like that can be as long as you're devoting some time in your day to that that can be the same thing as instead of like viewing it, it's just like make this the most extraordinary day of all time, you know? Yeah. 100%. I'm glad you brought that up. It's like, you have to it's have like your, it's about your mindset. Right. Sorry, that's I what I was going to say. No, yeah. exa- that's exactly what I was going to say. It, it like over 50% of it has to be a mindset yeah. thing because like Mallory said, like obviously you can't fully live that way every single day. Like you have responsibilities, you have obligations. So it's definitely a lot about a mindset thing. So like if it is about the mindset thing and you have that end goal, you have to have that end goal in the end, but you have to be willing to like eat the shit for however long, yeah. pardon my French, but you know what I'm saying? Like you have to be willing to take it to get it. Yeah. Figure I, out what you want to do and then like your steps building up to that will be worth it because it's whatever you want to do. Like, you exactly. know what I mean? And it's that comes with your mindset and stuff. Exactly. And that's what makes it worth it is yeah. the stuff that you do in the beginning. That's why like it's called you're saying process the day to day. Like that's what's like really the meat of it. It's like, you know, life's not about the destination destination. It's about the journey. Right. Yeah. It's I like mean, your journey to getting to where you want to be is almost more important than where you end up because technically you never really are going to reach it. Like you're always going to be striving for something more and more and more, you know? Yeah, I mean, I could not agree more with what Mallory said because, yes, we do preach, like, strive for the things that you love to do and push your passion to the to the utmost, but do not get it wrong. Like, I would work a 9-to-5 for as long as I needed to in order to reach the goals that I have in my mind. So definitely do what is necessary in order to reach the goals that you have in the back of your mind, but always keep in mind and always check yourself and always question things to make sure you're on that right path. Um, whether it's go and work two two jobs in a day, um, 
if you're trying to reach certain thing, then that might be you. But some people, it might just be, I want to be able to run half marathon and it doesn't even have to be job oriented. Um, just go out and start off with a walk or just wake up a little earlier and do something that you typically would not do to help maybe get to that, to that goal. But definitely like Steven was saying, you have to eat the shit before you can really be in the clouds. Exactly. Shout out to Gary V. Yep. Brian, you want to hit us with that other trivia Oh, my question? God. Give it to me. Yeah, do it. This All is right. the last one. Dude, Dude this, this one. Crazy. This This one has a part B. This this is just crazy. Dang. That life-proof case is sharp. <laughs> <laughs> that bottom thing is sharp. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude. <laughs> All right. For Rick, wait, this... Wait, wait. <laughs> Dude, I, Jack. For Rick. <laughs> Dude, we always hit that. Jack, All of us do that. All right. For right. Rick. I'm not wait, looking. Yeah, I'm going to talk about it first, and then we'll do it. All right, so this is the third longest living life expectancy. Here, do it like this. Do, like, what is the number one, and then say that's, like, it's not really the question because it's. Well, let's see if they can guess the age for this. Uh, All right. So disorganized. So this is the third third longest living animal, okay? What is the age? And, by the way, the animal is called a Greenland shark. Okay, what is its average age? This is the third, by the like way. Like, how long does it live? Yeah, typically. Like, its life expectancy. I don't know. I know there are some turtles that live to be, like, 10,000 years old. <laughs> this it's, is a shark. it's a shark hot rod. Dude. I know. I'm saying, there saying are, in general. That, like, uh, as, <laughs> like, for reference, yeah, there yeah. are some that, there are animals that get up to that age. To what? What age? 10,000. Yeah. 10,000. Dude. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. No, 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 no. no, no. Or maybe no. one thousand. No, yeah. No, the, no. The, the, the the you're talking about the Galapagos giant tortoise lives yeah. up to 152 years. Yes. Ten thousand. Do you know how long no, ten thousand? Yeah. No, Jack. Is? I'm on board with you because I remember I was gonna say something like that for this shark thing because I remember 10, watching Shark Week one time. Years old. It might have been no, like a goblin no shark. shark or something, but no, they're no, like the Greenland shark. I'm gonna look up the turtles. Lips it's in the thousands. A Greenland shark. It's third. It's, no, no, no. Do the do number one. <laughs> Dude, no, no. Say the age for the Greenland shark. Um, 105. Steven? 215. Ooh. <laughs> Mallory? Um, Mallory's cheating. No, I'm not. 173. Dude, Steven was close. It's 200 is the average, but there's some that have been found to live for 400. Are you guys ready for the number one? It is called an immortal jellyfish. <laughs> okay, are you ready for this? Yeah. A very unique jellyfish, which can revert back to its premature state when exposed to stress or injury. Whilst this means it is biologically immortal and practice, they don't live forever and can get injured and eaten just like any other animal. So if it ever becomes stressed or scared, it'll just start over. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Look at that thing. That's self-defense. Look at that thing. Okay, what is the average You were figuring that out in the car. Of a, a moral jellyfish. Yeah. Biologically is immorality. Just We had forever. the windows all down. I have, qu- I have Dude, questions. Oh my gosh. About we, this. He said that? Max, you I can l- hear Max from Wilshire, <laughs> whatever that it. road is, from here. Windows down. I lost he it. lost it. Here's the thing. Technically, when it starts over, it's dying at whatever age it's at. And it's starting its life from day one. It's never dead. It's heart never yeah, stopped beating. Yeah, but it's like it's not living. Like it's starting as it's pre- like premature mind again. Like nope, if it's completely nope. starting oh, well, over. Okay, so the average lifespan of one is only thirty years old. 
but it says it also has the potential to be biologically immortal. <laughs> that is just the craziest thing to me. <laughs> he literally is a, I can see on his 28th birthday. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Its weight is from five pounds to four hundred and fifty pounds. Jellyfish. <laughs> yes. Four hundred fifty pounds of jelly. Depending on its, its type of species. Dude, that Frick. is crazy. They do not require a heart or lungs because their skin is so thin, oxygen can pass easily through their body. Don't even require it. An immortal. He said that. I was like, what is the longest one? I was thinking it was a, a turtle. I was like, it's got to be a turtle. Or like, I was thinking in my mind, you know, the things next to the, like the um, underwater volcanoes, like the little worms that come out of the tube, yeah. like the tube worm things. I thought it was going to be one of those. He goes, wait, two. you mean like an eel? No, 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 no. Like the little things that like. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Shoot out of the little thing. Uh-uh. I don't really know. I don't know what it's called. But I thought he was going to say that. He goes, dude, there's something called the immortal jellyfish, and I actually lost it. <laughs> Wait, so what's the trivia question? Well, it was for the shark. The third was, like, the highland shark. How long did it live for? Oh, part B was just, like, Yeah, the craziest toy. thing ever. I mean, if we would have said the immortal jellyfish, I feel like you guys would be like, I feel like it'll live forever. <laughs> that is crazy. Just an old jellyfish. Yeah. All right, so let's let's hit the rest time recommendations for this week. Steven, can we go last this time? We always go first. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys go you guys go first. Max, you want to go with a book, song, movie, or no, Can not I just a do a recommendation? Wait, what were you going to say? I I accidentally said movie, but we're doing a movie. Okay. Um I'm going to do a combination of music unless Maui, do you want to do music or just Brian? Do you want to do music? Yeah. All right. I don't really care. You can recommend anything. Yeah, you want. so I'm a gonna candle. recommend something you should do. Okay, and that is, open a Vanguard account. Yes, if for a minimum of a thousand dollars, which if you don't have a thousand dollars, that's fine. This should be something to work for. You could open a Roth IRA. I highly recommend looking into that on YouTube if you don't know what I'm talking about. Or if you have $3,000, I would highly suggest buying an index fund and you would open a general investment, broke it, stockbroker account basically for yourself, just a personal account. And you should buy an admiral fund for $3,000 to start off with and then let that build over time. These are long-term investments. We will work towards short-term investments uh, later, but... If you are interested in investing, definitely look to open a Vanguard account, especially if you're young, as young as you are. Yes. Yeah. If you have the money up front, it doesn't hurt to move it around and put it in other places. Yes. That you're, that you're not going to touch. Yeah, don't touch it. Cool. Um, a music suggestion would be a couple last Friday, I think. Yeah, last Friday, a bunch of Playboy Cardi uh, songs got leaked because he was supposed to drop his album, but a good... They're they're pretty good, but a good one is a lot of my mind, and you can find that anywhere on SoundCloud, I'm sure. But it's on SoundCloud. Yeah, I thought you were getting them on the spreadsheet. Uh, no, uh, I mean they have them on the spreadsheet. So I'm but talking about they're the all on SoundCloud too. Dun, dun. Playboy Cardi memes is what's it called? A lot of my mind. A I lot, of, a my lot mind. of my mind. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that one. That one's nice. <laughs> that is a good song. Also follow me on Instagram, Brian A. Jackson. <laughs> And That's a frat. great suggestion. And 901 How Vintage. Do that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now we go. Um, I don't really know. I always kind of forget to prepare this. Maybe like I'll like trend forecast. I feel like big bags are about to 
make a comeback. Big bags? Yeah. Like truck loads. <laughs> <laughs> like really tiny bags and like belt bags have been really in, but I think big bags are about to loop back around How and big make are we an talking? appearance. Just like a like a like a trash bag? No, like fifty some gallon. sort of tote and or like just like a bigger sized purse. Fifty gallons. You could fit a couple dogs in it. <laughs> um so okay. like the can so like the canvas totes we have from the grocery store. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, or like an IKEA tote. Like we'll be like ahead of the wave. Um sure, but they'll be like purses, not uh canvas totes. Oh uh, I'm saying I'm talking about like the size. Like yeah. is that like the reference? Okay. Yeah. Like a little smaller than that, maybe some a little bigger than that. Just okay. like a bigger sized bag. I feel like they're about to come back. You guys need to trust Mallory on her fashion forecast too because she's been right about stuff similar to this on many more than one occasion. Because guess what she does? What? Manifest it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she just got that intuition on another level. She smells yeah. the inside of her nose. Yeah, <laughs> she on a different wavelength right now. That's where you get all of it. Here. Oh God! All right, Jack. We're doing a movie again. This week we're doing Prisoners. 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 Brought to you by Denny Villeneuve and Roger Deakins. Yes, correct. Directed by Denny. Shot by Roger. Has an eight point one on IMDb. You like bringing out the IMDb ratings? Dude, they mean a lot. I like that you do that. Uh, it came out in 2013. Yeah, you did, Brian. You watched it with me and Jack at in the office at 13 Hardy Drive at nighttime, and we were all scared afterwards. I watch that movie. Yes, you did. Can you please put the mic next to your mouth? I, yeah, I didn't watch that movie. I don't know what Steven's talking about. All right, well, then maybe it was just me and Jack. Yeah. Brian and I watched it together. I've only seen it once. Jack's seen it a handful of times, right? Or twice. A bunch of times. At least four. First time I ever watched it was in my freshman dorm room by myself when Danny left for the weekend to go do something. It must have been like formal or something when he was gone for the weekend. And I watched it on a Friday night and I was so scared the rest of the weekend. Jack does not It's not not a scary movie, but I don't do well with like any type of horror It's kind of scary. I mean, it has scary parts. It's I don't even. Suspenseful. Yeah, I'm not even good with suspense. And there was some snakes. I hate snakes. Yeah, but I mean, it's just what's scary about it is how it was shot. You know what I mean? Like, the D creates that feeling. He hit a lot in the movie. He hit the D creep. Yes. He will creep, just like that tree. He'll like creep forward at something that like brings you into the suspense. It's one of those ones where you're like your it's jaws dropped so. and you're going like you're 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 moving forward with the camera uh-huh. to, towards the TV. Yeah, there are some different themes I guess to pull out of that movie. I feel like we talk about kind of what the movie leaves you with at the end. I think that's a little more of one that's like an entertainer right as far as like it's a in movie viewing experience more than it's meant to be like a something that leaves you with like a strong message exactly it, it's definitely like a you should watch it for because you will be entertained like it's yeah. just a it's just a beefy movie yeah there's never a part where you're like kind of bored or like 
dozing off at right. all. Yeah. It's great. Anything else to say about it? I don't know. It's hard to talk about when we do these movies. Yeah. Cause I don't want to give anything away because I the want you guys really, to watch it. Yeah, the color is really beautiful, too. Yeah. I don't know who did it. I don't either. I just know the deep went me. off on the sticks, though. He did. Um, What else could we say about it? Yo, I feel like the movie section is always mad long. Because we have a lot to say about movies because we love them. Yeah. Okay. And it's my podcast. I love you. It's my podcast. I can make the movie section however long I want it. Do let's do a, you want. Let's I'm do a movie saying. podcast. Yeah. Steven, you got a drop ship. Just mean, oh, shoot. Also, I'm getting so hot. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. <laughs> I love when everyone else tries to end it. <laughs> I just did that because I knew Jack was going to say that. Max is a funny Go guy. Go ahead, I guess. We're, you got us off our tangent. Anyway, so. yeah, but still, go check out Prisoners. Um, Great movie. Definitely worth the watch. Shot and directed by two great minds. The, oh, that's the one thing I was going to say that I forgot. Last time we talked about um, The Revenant, and we said that Alejandro and Chivo together on a movie as director and cinematographer, that's just not to be messed with. Same thing with Denny and Roger Deakins, and we'll have more movies where they're both together. Um, that we'll talk about in future podcasts. They're just a force to be reckoned with. Can I say one more thing about that movie as far as cinematography goes? Absolutely. The the Deke said specifically about that movie that it's it's the type of cinematography that people won't really talk about because it's the type of it's the type of cinematography that like really brings you into what they're trying to elicit because it's like an experience, you know? Right. So like he brings you into suspense with the cinematography, but you're not even realizing that that's what's going on. Yeah. So like a normal viewer, you wouldn't even be like, wow, the cinematography was great. Like you would something maybe like the Revenant, Mm -hmm. but it's more like the cinematography adds to the story and like the experience. Right. Sucks like you in. Roger does that a lot. He's very he's good very at that. He's very good at that. Very good at that. Sorry for rambling, everyone. Thank you guys for tuning in. Stay tuned for Unfrained Frame Clothing. True. Keep your eyes locked. Yeah, we got something in the works. We're not going to talk about Jack. it. But yeah, just man. be on the lookout, guys. Our, our All right, love you guys. Jack's pouting. Wish us luck. Happy birthday, Reese. Time to Happy go to bed. Birthday, Happy birthday, Reese. Yeah, Happy birthday to anyone birthday, else Reese. if it's June 12th. Lil' Keats album drops too soon. (laughs) Bye. Bye.